Ooh, what's up, Internet? Is Godzilla vs. King Kong heading to Netflix? My name's David Webb. I'm Arielle Edwards. We get nerdy nightly. And we thought we'd share it with you. That is right. It is a Thursday edition of uh, the Nightly Morning Show. Yes, it is. That's the show that we Happy do... Happy Thursday. ...in the morning, <laughs> while also acknowledging that it might be nighttime for you because time zones. And uh, this yeah. is Twitch. That's, you know, that's just how this works. This is not, this is not some TV this show. This is Twitch. This is an internet show. Yeah. We don't know when you're watching this. Yeah. Yeah. Also, you're probably not watching it live because today is Thanksgiving. In, in the America. United States. Yeah. And, um, so, you know... That's half our viewership, uh, who's probably already started consuming gravy way too early in the morning yep. as they watch that turkey the is parade. in the oven. I what? Wa- okay, I did not know there was a Thanksgiving parade, and I'm confused. You didn't know that there was Thanksgiving. <laughs> I know. I knew that Americans had Thanksgiving last night. I was like, Clarus, we just have to accept that. Like, no one. There's a chance that no one shows up to watch the show tomorrow, and she was like, Why? And I was like, because it's Thanksgiving. Like, tomorrow is the day of Thanksgiving. And she was like, no, it's not. Thanksgiving's on Monday. <laughs> and I just looked at her. I was like, you've, you, you've never, like, lived in the States. Are you trying to, like, explain to me when Thanksgiving is? <laughs> I just assumed that American Thanksgiving was, like, a weekend thing. Like, Canadian Thanksgiving. I was like, oh, you have, like... Thanksgiving Sunday and like the holiday Monday. That makes sense. I was like, what? Who put it on a Thursday? Who who decided that Thursday was the day? You know what? Sometimes, Most people work this day. Sometimes things happened hundreds of years ago. Well, and we just keep doing them. That makes sense. Let's just keep doing things that don't make sense and never learn from the history books. That's literally like the motto of America. Yeah, okay, I, you know what? I, I rescind. It all makes Let's sense Let's keep now. doing things that don't make sense um, and pretend that the outcome is going to be different. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you are celebrating Thanksgiving, I hope that you're staying safe. I hope that you are enjoying uh, time in a way that is not spreading coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a really, this is a dangerous holiday um, this year, unfortunately. Yeah. The TSA is saying that over 5 million people will be flying on Sunday this week, um, headed back home from the, their Thanksgiving festivities. Jeez. And so if you are at one of those large group gatherings and you are about to get on a plane, please, please, please do everything you can to make sure that you keep everyone else safe yes. uh, and that you are not behaving in a way that makes this already dangerous pandemic more dangerous. Yes, please uh, and thank you. Do it for all of us. Uh, do it for yourself and do it for your families. Please. Yeah. Uh, do not... Do not be dumb about travel right now. It is arguably the most dangerous time in this pandemic. And I just, um, I, I feel like it would be irresponsible for us to not say that at the top of the show. 100%. Um, I also think that we need to acknowledge uh, the roots of Thanksgiving have some problematic um, elements to them. Yep. And so, you know, if you are thinking about the fact that you maybe didn't spend as much on Thanksgiving this year, you didn't put that money into a feast, something like that. Uh, maybe consider taking some of that money and donating to local charities in your area that help indigenous and native people in your area. Uh, Local charities aren't as flashy as the big nationwide charities, but oftentimes local charities know what local needs are and they're Mm -hmm. able to fulfill that. 
And totally. there are indigenous people across this country who could probably use that money more than Butterbell Turkey could. Um, Wait, that's, the, that's what they're called? <laughs> I, how do you know, that was a genuine How do you question. literally know nothing about Thanksgiving? What do you mean? Is that the brand? <laughs> yes. Okay, I I don't know. They have I a get, hotline. It's like it's like really it's real it's like a it's like a I walk into the Loblaws and I see a turkey and I buy it. I don't look at what brand it is. I'm like, oh, it's probably PC because that's what we have here. Like I just don't understand how you've never like heard of the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. It's like the parade every year, and then at the end, Santa Claus is the last thing, and he comes down. Wait, what? And then the Christmas season starts because Santa came down with the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. And then Macy's unveils its... Does Santa bring a turkey with him? I'm confused. It's also the parade where... This is... And, and you you do musical theater. So the, re, the reason I'm most confused why you haven't heard of this is because the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade is where all, all the new Broadway shows perform each year. And so it's oftentimes like your first chance to see a number from a new Broadway show on television is in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Cool. Thought um, that was the Tonys. They made... No, Macy's... But the Tonys are in, in uh, I know. June. Yep. I did not know that That's... Broadway performed in a parade. Oh, my gosh. You didn't even hear about it when the the prom, the musical The Prom, which is uh, about to become a, mu- a movie coming to Netflix, um, the the musical The Prom had two girls kiss. Because the, the main yeah, relationship yeah, yeah. in the show is a lesbian couple. Uh-huh. And everyone lost their minds. And it was like the biggest thing that two... That there was a lesbian kiss in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Did not hear about that. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is why we have a show coming to our podcast feed called Catching Up Clarus. We're not going to be talking about a freaking turkey parade. We okay? might now. We might. You know what? We might do a whole episode about the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. We, that's what we should have done. We should have that going up today. Well, I, I, did, I didn't know that this was a thing. And you didn't know that I didn't know that this was a thing. So... Because it just assumed you knew what it was. Why would I assume that people do a parade for turkeys? I just, I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> like. The parade isn't for turkeys. <laughs> for Thanksgiving, okay? I don't know. I'm just imagining a bunch of, like, turkey floats with, like, gravy ribbons. Like, I don't understand. I put my coffee down. <laughs> I don't understand. Like I just <laughs> I know. There's no assumption. No, oh you just God. said I didn't think there was a parade for turkeys. And there's no parade for turkeys. It's for humans. I mean sure. <laughs> I just We're gonna be taking a short intermission. Oh my so god. So David doesn't choke. Oh my god. Oh my god. That I yeah I just this is the, guys I'm learning I'm learning new things. <laughs> the parade is for marketing, marketing turkeys. Like if it's on Thanksgiving, I feel like you'd already like bought no, your brand of turkey. No, it's to sell want. Christmas, babe. It's the beginning what? of Christmas. It's saying like Thanksgiving is today, but like Christmas starts, and that's why Santa's last. It's to sell Broadway shows. It's literally like it's an ad. It is a three and a half hour ad that is an ad for like joy. So like it's like a good ad. I don't know. 
for that pity. Oh my I god. I just I this this is the first I'm hearing about this. I uh, you said you said Thanksgiving Day parade and I just imagine a bunch of like turkey floats heading down a street. Like I don't I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I could design a kick ass You've turkey never float. seen the giant like you've seen the Thanksgiving the, here's here's what's crazy about this. You've seen the parade in movies. Like in Spider-Man 1. The original Spider-Man movie with Tobey Maguire, there is the, the, the they go to the Thanksgiving d- d- uh, Macy's parade because the, it's the parade where all the giant floating things fly through New York and it's like Spongebob and Spider-Man and Snoopy and they're giant b- balloons. I did not connect that to Thanksgiving. <laughs> that's what, that's the thing. That's the Macy's Thanksgiving Day parade is those giant balloons like that. Those are the floats. They're huge. Okay. <laughs> sure. I mean, sure. I believe you, but like, I, I like guys. It's been a long t- time. Since they I literally have Thursday. Thanksgiving dinner in the movie. It's been a long time since I watched Spider Man. Okay. <laughs> Don't at me, Doug. <sighs> wow. Uh, Dark Dispatch. No, I'm embarrassed. Uh, Dark, Dark Dispatch asked about the baby Trump balloon a few years ago. That was not in um, New York. That was in the UK. Uh, the baby Trump balloon was that a parade in the UK, not in America? Um, oh, oh my god. boy, I'm sure he loved that. We, we are adding you. Everyone is currently adding you. I, I'm embarrassed and confused, and I think I need to rethink my life choices. Oh my god. It started 94 years ago. It's been 84 years. <laughs> for the impression. Uh, I, I literally, I, wow. You know what? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna look at the silver lining of this and <clears throat> feel educated. <laughs> And scholarly. <laughs> the silver line for me is that I haven't laughed that hard since uh, we played Inseparable on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> what, my, my, my making up the news segment yesterday Wait, wasn't that funny? Rock Mage. Oh, that was good too. Uh, it's important, Rock Mage in the chat says, it's important to note that the president can only pardon the turkey from federal crimes, so they're still liable for any state or municipal crimes they may have committed. Oh, do you know? Do you, do you know what the pardoning of the turkey is? No. So the president of the United States, in the day before Thanksgiving, I don't know if it happened this year because of COVID, but typically um, there's a ceremony in which the president of the United States pardons a turkey and that turkey isn't killed. Um, and it's a huge process because they, it happens. What like, did the turkey do? Oh, it did happen. It did happen. Um, well, because we, we kill a lot of, we kill a lot of turkeys on Thanksgiving. So oh, so the, they're like, this one single turkey, you bless you, you're going to live another year until we kill you next year, or tomorrow for a different day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so there's there's two turkeys, um, for some reason. I actually don't know why there's two turkeys, but they do name it. <laughs> it gets named. Both of them? <laughs> yeah. The one that they kill and the one that they pardon? <laughs> no, 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 they're not, no, no, no. They're, they, they're, your Fred and your George, which one dies? <laughs> essentially. Um... And then, oh, they live They live in a children's petting zoo until they die of natural causes, according to Kate in the chat. All the ones that are pardoned? Yeah. And so, the, but there's a process where they, they go out and they find the prettiest turkeys because it happens on television and they don't want it to be an ugly turkey. So they like literally like... <laughs> it's a turkey fashion show. They're like, it's it's like, oh God, it's like that weird episode of like Black Mirror where that girl, like, she, like, auditions to, like, sing, but they're like, you're cute, so we're gonna, like, give you a life that's actually gonna suck. I feel like that's what it's like to be a turkey. What? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Black Mirror episode where a girl 
wants to sing, but she's cute, so they give her a yeah, yeah. It's so, so the one where they like bicycle for oh, like money, yeah, 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 money. Yeah, yeah. and then this guy's like, "You have a great singing voice. I'm gonna get you on this the show, and then you're gonna be a singing star." Yeah, yeah. And they're like, "Actually, we'd love to have you for porn." And she's like, "Ah, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah." And then he Yikes. becomes a uh, uh, he becomes a fake suicide performer. Yeah. It's a weird episode. It's a weird episode. You catch it where the loser dies. I am horrified. What is this? What? Yeah. America. Okay. Cool. You see, it all started with... No, I'm kidding. Is there a history? like To Thanksgiving? No, I mean to like pardoning a turkey because it's pretty. (laughs) I have no idea. Or do they just like pick out of a hat? Do they do like a drum roll and they're like... Hunger Games style. Oh, my foot is a toaster is here to help. The turkey pardon is a process that began with Bush Sr. Um, uh, responded to a report. Reagan responded to a reporter asking about pardons. I might just pardon a turkey to defuse the situation. <laughs> and Bush just went, I guess I should. <laughs> That's a presidential duty. Wait, are you telling me that we've only been pardoning turkeys for like 25 years? Oh my god. I can't tell if this is real or not because the idea of it is so absurd. Wait, wait, wait. So you're telling me that Reagan made a joke about pardoning a turkey and we've just done it ever since for no reason? Is that actually I didn't know that. I thought it was like a 150-year-old tradition. I know that Reagan was 30 plus years ago, but you know what I mean. Like, Bush Sr. was only, what, Okay, but like, still. And, and, and this still happens. Yes, yeah, every year. Well, that's the news for today, folks. <laughs> this has I been fun. Am... We'll see you all next time. I don't know how to feel. I feel hollow. Can we all just, um, <laughs> the last turkeys Obama pardoned were named Tater and Todd. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Who? Oh, my, okay, okay, all right. Their names are Corn and Cobb this year. But it makes it sounds like they did something wrong, like they were like pardoned of like a crime, and it's like it's a fucking turkey. Yeah, they're too sexy. They committed the crime of being hot. Oh God. <laughs> and that was how David got divorced. I, yeah, I did not like that. Okay, well, I learned more today than I ever wanted to, so thank you? They committed the crime of being delicious. Oh my god. Um, y'all, um, this is a nerd news show. Should we do some nerd news? Or should we just talk about Thanksgiving for now? I am just so confused. Like... What's the confusing part? How and why? Mm Mm-hmm. Good questions. Good good questions. We should go to a Thanksgiving pageant. And find out the history of Thanksgiving next year. All right. When pageants are a thing. Next year on the Nightly Morning Show. <laughs> I mean, nothing. My physicist toaster says, uh, nothing frees a turkey from the obligation of being eaten quite like being named after other food. <laughs> I don't like that at all. For the Empire Shen, thank you for that. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, well, <clears throat> um, let's move on before I implode. To our title story? Is it time for the title mm-hmm. story? Ladies and gentlemen, this is a nerd news show, and we have nerd News. News. Um, <clears throat> for those of you who are wondering, hey, uh, wasn't there supposed to be a Godzilla versus King Kong movie this year? But yeah, yes. there was. Uh, that movie was supposed to come out um, at some point this year, like every other movie that was supposed to come out 
at some point this year. Yeah, sounds familiar. But we haven't heard any announcements about it. We don't have, like, a new date. We don't have, like, a summer 2021, summer 2022, summer 2027. And so... Summer 77. (laughs) Sorry. You you think we're all going to go back in time to the year 77? I meant 2077, but that's okay. (laughs) It's fine. Don't accept my joke. You're bad. You're bad improver right here. (laughs) Whoa, you said 77, (laughs) and I was... I posited a world in which we watched a movie in the distant past. I think that is an interesting premise. You know what? I love it. (laughs) (laughs) The Thanksgiving talk broke you, didn't it? It, I don't. I can't. Keep talking. You haven't looked like this on camera since we were high on Sunday. (laughs) Yeah, true. (laughs) Um, so the movie is apparently (sighs) open to the idea of having a joint streaming and theatrical debut, much like Wonder Woman 1984 is going to have on Christmas Day in Canada and the United States. But Netflix is also interested in purchasing the film. Netflix has bid uh, at least, uh, reports are saying, $200 million for the movie. Um, But uh, Warner Brothers has blocked that bid temporarily because they are trying to set up a offer for the movie, which is produced by Legendary, uh, to have the film stream on HBO Max and have a theatrical debut like Wonder Woman. Uh, So there is this sort of bid between these two streaming services for a movie that should open in theaters. It is a Godzilla and a King Kong movie. When you think about the staples of cinema, like King Kong is one of those like original cinema staples. And as far as like international cinema, Godzilla is like the symbol of a successful international film early on in the life of cinema, right? Um, The original Japanese Godzilla movie. Mm -hmm. And so when you really think about it, like of all movies that should go to a big screen, Godzilla, King Kong. And yet we might watch it on this TV right here. Uh, Yeah, well, especially because we are now shut down again. So the theaters are probably not going to be open. Um, uh, Yeah, that's one of those movies that I feel like I would only want to see in theaters. Yeah. Like... First of all, I don't know if it's going to be good. Didn't they make, like, new... Like, wasn't the most recent one, like, not good? Godzilla King of Monsters? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Godzilla King of Monsters was... Hmm. The human stuff was really dumb, unfortunately. But the monster stuff was really cool. Okay. Like, the big fights was were amazing. Yeah. Um, the, the, the problem with it was... <laughs> the, the problem with it can really be boiled up to, um, in the middle of the movie... Uh, the, I can't remember the actress, um, but the, the wife, um, who is like the villain, um, has like a, like six minute PowerPoint where she describes her plan. Um, (laughs) a legitimate PowerPoint? Uh, it's not, it's not a legitimate PowerPoint, but it's like, they're, they're basically having like a video chat with her and then like slide like she starts like playing a video it's like she created a promotional video for her eco-terrorism and then played it in the middle of a video chat um and it's it is truly one of is because i went back and watched the movie a second time with some friends who hadn't seen it um just because they wanted to see it and i was sitting there and i was like i thought this was weird the first time and i thought maybe it was just because i was like Listening and trying to figure out this weird eco-terrorism plot of, like, waking up giant dinosaurs to cause uh, nuclear destruction on the planet to rebuild the planet 
in the wake of the destruction. Um, and then the second time I was watching, I was like, oh no, this is just, this is just dumb. Okay. I'm not crazy. Um, okay. But the fights are cool. Rodan is really cool. Um, but that's what I mean. Like, that's why I would only want to see it in theaters on a big Mm -hmm. screen. Because, like, when I think of, like, those kind of movies, it would be the big action fight sequences yeah. that I would care about. Not really the story as much. Yeah. No, it's 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 valid. And honestly, like, you know, those movies typically tend to be darker. Yeah. And yeah, for our sure. television has really bad blacks. Um, so yeah. it, they will not look good on our TV, unfortunately. Yeah. Although, I, we are getting my better TV, so that, that, will, that might fix that problem. But. That is true. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I would be upset to see a Godzilla movie at home. Yeah. Or a King Kong movie, you know? Because Kong Skull Island, I really like. Kong Skull Island, um, the, uh, the movie from a couple years ago, uh, which is the King Kong that will be in this movie, that movie is very good. Um, very fun. Samuel L. Jackson's great in that. Tom Hiddleston, Brie Larson are both great in that. It's a, it's a fun movie. Oh. Um. a lot of big names. It's like set in the 70s, uh, so it's just got a different vibe to it. Uh, it's basically like trying to be Apocalypse Now, um, oh, okay. but a King Kong movie, mm-hmm. and it like really, really, really works uh, on that level mm-hmm. um, in a way that I really enjoyed. Uh, I, I really enjoyed Kong Skull Island, and I was excited to see King Kong and Godzilla go at it. Like I think that that would be a really fun, um, a really fun film, considering we now have the CGI to make it look the way that it should. Oh, for sure. Um, for sure. And I just I think that this is. You know, obviously this isn't set in stone yet. This isn't official. Um, but and... it's what it, it's what's in the works. They're bidding for it, and so it's it's not it's not just a rumor. You know, things are happening. Yeah, and these companies have to kind of spend time looking at options right now because as, as much as the idea of a vaccine makes it look like next year could be a return to movies, there's no guarantee that that's going to happen right away, and there's no guarantee that even once people start getting the vaccine, people are talking about April, May. Um, rolling out through the summer and maybe having North America mostly vaccinated by the end of the summer. Yeah. Um, that means that for the majority of next summer, uh, summer 2021, the big movie season of the year, the summer, right? There's going to be a significant number of people who are still unvaccinated. Yeah. And that is going to be a problem for these movie studios who are looking at that summer as like the next chance to finally recoup the losses that they've made this year. Yeah. And, you know, realistically... There is a really good chance that come July, a significant number of Americans still are not vaccinated yet yeah, against the sure. disease. And so it's going to, I think that the rebuild is going to be slower than we all want. For sure. There's not going to be a day where we flip the lights and everything's back on and you it's know, all great. It's going to be slow. Like, you know, they're going to allow this percentage uh, of people in and yeah. then this percentage. Like, it's it's going to be a gradual it, they're not just going to throw open the doors and open at max capacity. Yeah. And so, you know, realistically, we are looking at another <clears throat> another lost movie season. I think that next Christmas is going to be huge. I think that next Christmas will be one of the biggest movie seasons of all time. Um, yeah. I think that there's going to be an itch. The new Avatar movie is going to come out. Yeah. That's true. You know what? You know what's weird? Avatar 2, people are like, nobody cares anymore. But people want to go to the movies. I think by the time Avatar 2 comes out, it might be set up to set records again. Just because just that might be people, like... Yeah. Yeah. Want to get out and, and see a new movie. Yep. On the yep. flip side of that, there might be such a backlog of films that are released at the same time that they all might flop. Yeah. They all just might get lost in the crowd, in a sense. Except for the Eternals. Eternals is going to make money because of Kumail Nanjiani's just jacked physique. 
Yeah. He is shredded for that movie, and yeah. I am ready for it. <laughs> if he does not take his shirt off once in The Eternals, I am going to be upset. Right. You right. are, you're going to tell me that you let Chris Hemsworth be shirtless all the damn time, but you may you allowed Kumail Nanjiani to get that hot, and you're not going to give it to us, Marvel? Kevin Feige, I dare you. I, I dare. dare you to put that movie out without letting me ogle my boy Kumail Nanjiani, because he looks good. <laughs> He looks yeah. dang good. Mm-hmm. Do you know how much money that big sick movie would have made if he had looked that good in that movie? Oh my God. I would have gone once a week. I would have got my popcorn, my little sodi pops. <laughs> and I've been like, who my not Johnny. Sorry. Wow. I, I'm, I feel like I learn more about you. He put him. out that photo on Instagram and I was like, damn, dude. You know what? Fair. Fair. Damn. Fair. He's, he's working hard. He's working hard. Or hardly working. You know what I mean? Um... <laughs> I'm upset. You know what's funny? I don't actually know where that joke originally came from. I just know it from Shrek. I think it's just one of those... I think it's a dad joke that just, like, has existed as long as there has been dads. Oh, fair enough. You know what I mean? That's fair. Um, yeah, so Godzilla Godzilla versus King Kong. Maybe not a big screen release. Would it surprise you to hear... You know, We've never seen a Godzilla movie. Or a King Kong. You've never seen any of them? Really? Yeah. Wow. I'm sorry. There's like 90 of them. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I've never seen any of them. That's that's really that's really something. Um, I mean, like I know what the story is because it's like I iconic. have a feeling. I have a feeling that you think you know what the story is. Oh no. Just like you thought that Thanksgiving was on Monday. <laughs> Stop it! Leave me alone. Stop. Um, so, uh, catching up, Clarus <laughs> podcast coming to. <laughs> uh, yep, that's a thing. If you missed that announcement, that is actually a new show that we're working on, catching up, Clarus, because there are many things I have not seen, mm-hmm. and that needs to be fixed. You know, that needs to be rectified. It doesn't need to be. Well, it's going to be. It needs to be for you to be married to me, though, because I need you to understand the things I reference. <laughs> that's fair. It will help. It'll be couples therapy. <laughs> Live on podcast. Live on podcast. With a nerdy undertone. Oh, this is our I best show yet. I think... This I, is by far our best show yet. I think Inseparable was all the couples therapy we needed. I mean, I I think Inseparable was the reason we should start going to couples therapy. Um, <laughs> if you haven't seen that VOD, good. Um, all right. So, uh, I'll be disappointed, but that's possible. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, here's the thing, like I said, if I was going to see that movie, I would want to see it in theaters. I'm definitely less interested in watching it at home, unfortunately. Yeah, but you also, like, there's, like, so many other movies that you need to watch before we can watch that one. Yeah. Like, we need to watch the 2014 Godzilla, Kong Skull Island, and Godzilla King of Monsters for you to know what's going on. Oh, good. Great. Kate in the chat is two mimosas deep. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yes. <laughs> um. All right. Uh, news broke la- yesterday that um, <clears throat> Joss Whedon, the uh, creator of Buffy, Firefly, mm-hmm. Angel, Dollhouse, the first Avengers movie, many things, many things. Many things. Uh, he has stepped down as showrunner of the new HBO series The Nevers, uh, which was supposed to be coming out in um, the summer of 2021. The Nevers. Yeah, it's an exciting idea. Uh, it's based around, um, like, it's in medieval times. 
uh, and they're, uh, suddenly a bunch of people get, um, a bunch of mostly female characters get superpowers. Um, in medieval times. Yeah. And how like the world deals with that. Wow. Um, at least that's my understanding. I might be wrong. Um, I've only read one synopsis of it, but thank you for that shit for the empire. That sounds cool. Mm-hmm. And Joss Whedon was showrunning the show for HBO, and that is not happening anymore. Uh, his statement said that uh, the show was a joyful experience, uh, but he went on to add, the physical challenges of making such a huge show during a global pandemic is more than I can handle without the work beginning to suffer. Apparently, he said that he's truly exhausted, uh, and that is why he left the show. Um, but Joss Whedon has been in news for other things lately, uh, particularly the comments that have been made about him by Ray Fisher. And of course, Ray Fisher came out with a tweet saying, um, uh, I have no intention of allowing Joss Whedon to use the old Hollywood tactic of exiting, stepping down, or walking away to cover for his terrible behavior. The Warner Media's Justice League investigation has been in full swing for over three weeks now. This is undoubtedly a result of that. Neither Warner Brothers uh, nor Joss Whedon have confirmed that. There, there is no confirmation that Ray Fisher is correct in this. It does look right now like Joss Whedon stepped away from the project himself. Hmm. Um, but obviously, what actually happened is a behind-closed-doors scenario that we might not ever learn, or we might learn in the coming months. Um, yeah. Do you think that he's exhausted from making a show, something he's done many times, or do you think he's exhausted because there's an investigation and his name is being dragged through the internet every day? Yeah, okay, that that one is actually a little bit tough for me because I really have no idea what goes into making a film during COVID times right now. That's fair. You know what I mean? Like, I can't, I can't imagine that. And as the director, you also have the responsibility of everyone's health on your shoulders, in a sense. Mm-hmm. I would imagine, anyways, yeah. if I was directing something. And, like, that has to be tough. But also, this whole, like, scandal, mm-hmm. it, like... It kind of just lines up too well, you know what I mean? Like it's very. I don't know. It's a, it is weird to me, right? Because the um... the chat wants to know what happened. Uh, so uh, oh right. Uh, for those of you who aren't aware, Joss Whedon uh was brought in to finish directing uh the Justice League movie yes. after um Zack Snyder's uh daughter unfortunately passed away, mm-hmm. and uh Zack Snyder had to step away from the film for obvious reasons. Um, then at that point. Uh, Warner Brothers brought in Joss Whedon. He changed a lot of the film, reshot a lot of the film, and the film came out. Uh, it wasn't a huge success, but it was it did fine. Yeah. Um, critically, it w- was not treated very well. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but you know, critics are subjective. So you know, what if you enjoy the film, whether you don't enjoy the film, yeah, that's just what happened. Yeah. Uh, recently, uh, a few months ago, Ray Fisher, the actor who was playing Cyborg, came out and said that he wanted to. Uh, take back every nice thing he'd said about Joss Whedon on the press tour. He'd felt pressured into saying nice things on the press tour. Um, and that the truth was that Joss Whedon had been difficult, abrasive, and unprofessional on set. Uh, that he'd been inappropriate. Um, and has been making accusations against Joss Whedon for the last few months. Um, there is an independent third party that Warner Brothers has brought in to investigate this. Uh, and that investigation has been ongoing. And there has been no public comment on what is happening in that investigation at this point um yeah it is interesting because this is also all happening at the a time when the company of warner brothers has brought jacks uh jack snyder uh zach snyder back uh to finish what once was the snyder cut and is mm-hmm. now the snyder justice league tv show um as i yeah. call it and the 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 
it, it's complicated, right? Because it's, it, it is very complicated that Joss Whedon is being investigated by Warner Brothers while working on a show for Warner Brothers. Yeah. That they hired him for. And now he's leaving that show. Before the end of the investigation, though. Yeah. Well, that's, that's why... Uh, I don't know. That's what's sus to me. Yeah. <laughs> like... Like, he's like, oh, this is not going to go well. I'm going to, like, maybe step out of the public eye for a bit as much as I can while this all goes down. I I don't know. I don't know. But I couldn't also, like, it would be really tough to be working on set during an investigation like that Mm -hmm. where everybody knows, you know, like, Mm -hmm. whether or not it's true and... uh, Like, we, uh, we don't like to get into, like, gossipy stuff on here. We try to stick to. I like, don't think this is gossipy though. No, like, it's. I I think that uh, an an uh, an African American actor is making a very public legal claim yeah. against one of the most prolific directors in the nerddom. For sure. I think I don't think this is gossip. Like this is there is a legitimate investigation going on. This For is sure. news. Like this isn't. Sure. I, we're not like dragging up tweets that are about the no, interpersonal no, no. stuff. I just mean like <clears throat> they haven't said one way or the other and I mean Shin says that uh, he's not surprised that Joss Whedon mm-hmm. that this is happening. Um, he has a history of being problematic and you know I'm I'm sure that's the case. I just... It, his wife wrote a pretty scathing... His wife did? His ex-wife wrote a pretty oh. scathing um, like art, uh, op-ed about him a few years ago. Oh wow that's yeah. fun. Most, mostly that but like even that one people were like all right so like and, and and that one goes to a different thing than this like that one is more gossipy to me because her op-ed was like he was a bad husband right um which which like that's that's a whole separate tough. thing than being inappropriate on set yeah mm-hmm. you know what i mean um here's the thing i'm glad that this is being taken seriously you know mm-hmm. that's 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 what i want to say about this because i mean you know ezra miller is no one's still talking about but that's fine I'm over it. Whatever. Um, it's just yeah. one of those things where I, it makes it makes me happy to know that people are looking into this and that it's being taken seriously because I think that that's, that's one of the more crucial steps to making these sets a more friendly and inclusive place. You know, like a better work environment mm-hmm. for everybody on them. Here's the thing. What I want is for Warner Brothers, n- no matter the outcome, to make this investigation public at the end. Yeah. Um, and I don't think they will. And I think that that will be unfortunate for everyone involved because everything about the investigation thus far has been public. Yes. Um, this has been a very public process for months. And he, can, I'm, I'm going to, and maybe this is an inappropriate thing to say, but I'm, I'm getting tired of it. I'm getting tired of hearing, a, I'm, I'm tired of the tweets and I'm tired yeah. of the, the public back and forth between the publicist for Warner Brothers and Ray Fisher. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I, the, the sniping and the, like, the trying to use Twitter to, like, put pressure on Warner Brothers to do the investigation in a different way, I'm tired of all that. I want there to be an independent investigation, and I want to, I want that to be public. Yeah. And I want to go off of that, and I want to stop hearing hearsay from tweets. Yeah. Because, you know, Twitter I, is not where I want to get my news, but it seems to be like... I'm... I, I I have loved a lot of Joss Whedon products in my life. Me too. I Buffy the Vampire Slayer was one of my first real loves in television. Yeah. Um. Having yeah. said that, I am not a diehard Joss Whedon fan, so much so that I'm willing to, like... I'm, I'm not live or die with Joss Whedon. 
if this investigation comes out and there was improprieties, I think it's important at this point because of how public everything has been thus far mm-hmm. that we know about it. Yeah, and absolutely. like if 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 the investigation ends and they're like, well, we're we're not going to tell anyone what happened. The tweets are just going to live on, and you guys are all going to have to just assume what you want. And a lot of the problem with Twitter right now is that p- people say whatever they want. Yeah. And the authorities are like, well, we can't confirm or deny, so like, just assume whatever you want. And then we end up with these situations where individual groups of people get to decide what the truth is. Yeah. And it's <laughs> what happened with the election. Like, it, this is consistently happening, and I think that Warner Brothers can do a lot by being public about the results of this investigation. For sure. Not trying to hide anything mm-hmm. and making sure that the, the you know, the independently verified truth comes out yeah. so that we can stop fighting about what we believe is true. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. We need to, we need to move on from that idea. Mm-hmm. It's damaging at this point. Yeah. Because, because people, people see a thing first and they believe that and then maybe you just don't do the research or digging to mm-hmm. confirm it or deny it and then you 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 move on with your life believing that this thing is true and that that starts small but it can get big and snowball pretty fast mm-hmm. you know um like yeah yeah twitter Twitter is a weird place for news for me because I find out a lot of interesting things on there, but, like, you have to actually look for it yourself. Yeah. You can't take everything that's said to heart. Um, well, and it's tough, right? Because, like, there are there are so many outlets online now that look professional. Yeah. Like, I click on a website sometimes that look... I'm like, oh, they, they have a lot of money behind this website, so it's probably more... Like, you know, if a website's built really well, I'm like, oh, this is probably more reputable. Yeah. But... I, I can't the case. I can't do that anymore. Like I have to find a second source. For mm-hmm. everything that we talk about on the morning show, I make sure that two people have said it so that I'm not saying something that's just nonsense from one location. Yeah. Um uh and uh, I I think that it's really important that we all become better about making sure that we are getting our news from multiple sources. Yeah. Um, and that's why I'm, that's why I'm glad that Warner Brothers brought in a third party. Me too. Uh, that they're not involved in the investigation. Yeah. Um, and, um, yeah, I just, it's, this is a fascinating story that has been going on too long. Yeah, just, we need to know. We, yeah. We, we like, we need to know. It's, yeah. And, like, the, 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 the backstabby, snipey tweets, they're, they're it's, it's just, yeah. uh, from both sides, and, and not even really from the people at the top. Like, I, I don't really have a problem with what Ray Fisher's tweeting. It's more like everyone who's retweeting it with, I'm... Well, Joss Whedon should die then, or, or yeah. Ray, or saying that Ray Fisher is just a bad person trying to ruin Joss Whedon's career. Like all of those people who are saying all of those things online, neither of them know the story. Neither of them were there. All of those people think that they know what's up, but they don't. And I would like to see more people be able to know what's up, so that we can have a more honest dialogue. And if there was a problem on set on the Justice League, I am hoping that this investigation will point out ways in which. Companies like Warner Brothers can uh, safeguard their actors, safeguard their crews from uh, someone doing something inappropriate, yeah. or uh, safeguard people from having accusations levied against them that weren't true. Yeah. And I hope that, you know, no matter what the truth is, we move forward. Yeah, 100%. And I think, you know, like, it's 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 about, it's about the people on either side that are, like, wrongfully accused on Twitter, and mm-hmm. also the people that did terrible 
you know, inappropriate and or racist things in the workplace, you know? Um, so, uh, Tufindiel says, here's a question. You said you loved his work with Buffy and such. Mm -hmm. Do you think that one can be brilliant at their work, but a horrible person? Um, yes, absolutely. And also there is, there are so many people who made Buffy. It's not, Joss Whedon did not make Buffy by himself, right? Yeah. Um, and so to say that, like, I am, uh, I, I, to say that I hate Buffy now because of one person is tough because Joss Whedon did not write every episode of Buffy. Joss Whedon did not, Joss Whedon did not actively make everything about Buffy. Mm -hmm. Um, you know what I mean? That's just not realistic to the situation. There are thousands of people who made that television show. For sure. Um, and so it is, it is easier for me to say that I still love Buffy the Vampire Slayer um, because, and, and look, I'm, I'm waiting for this investigation. Like, I'm not saying anything right now. Yeah. But I, I think that it is harder when it's something like a book that is written by a single person, um, that has that, um, you know, and we've talked about the J.K. Rowling situation on here, right? Like, I don't support J.K. Rowling. I don't support the way that she's talking about trans people. For sure. Um, I, I, but, but that's the thing. It, that doesn't mean that we don't love Harry Potter. It just means that we are yeah. not going to, uh, use our money to support her because we we don't uh we don't agree with what she is saying and you know any yep. harry potter stuff that we will ever buy in the future is either going to be like secondhand or like etsy it's never going to be official merch yeah because we're not going to financially benefit someone who yeah. is using her financials to hurt people that we care about yeah exactly that's just kind um, of that's just kind of how i feel you yeah know? if if this if what the what's being said about joss whedon is true it doesn't mean I'm going to stop loving Firefly. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, it, but it just, it you know, unfortunately, it is going to color my experience of loving it. And, you know, I have to be, you know, it's not going to be, like, I'm still going to have that line where, like, yeah, Josh Whedon created it, directed it, whatever. But, you know, like you said, there are a lot of people that made that into the show that I love. Mm-hmm. I also think, um, I also think that, we, we, we have a tendency as a society right now to say that if you behave badly, you are a bad person. And, mm-hmm. like, if you are unprofessional on one set, then every set you've ever worked on, you're a bad person on. Mm-hmm. There, there's this weird idea that, like, we are the amalgamation of our worst moments. And... And that we are consistently bad. Like, you know, yeah. if you have a bad day, then you you are consistently bad. And so I don't... You know, even if all of this is true about this one movie... I don't know that that makes Josh Whedon's whole life a waste. Or I don't I don't think that that means that everything he ever do, did was bad because he did this bad thing. And I think that sometimes, right, especially right now, we get so caught up in canceling people about individual actions mm-hmm. and not the whole of a human. And I, I just, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not... I, it's, it's, it's tough. It, it's tough and it's a complicated issue. And I think that it's also that like, it's going to be individual for everyone. How mm-hmm. people respond to this is going to be individual for everyone. Yeah. And I just think that, you know, and, and sorry that our Thanksgiving show is getting a little bit more political and a little bit heavier <laughs> because of this topic, but, um, but this is the news guys. This is what happens when you do a new show. I, I think that we have to be careful about describing people as the one thing we don't like about them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that we do that too much on every side. 
Rock Mage votes in favor of cancel culture. I think we do it too much on both on every side. Yeah. Um, and that we, we, we assign people's value based on the thing we don't like about them. Mm-hmm. And that is unfair to me. Especially for people whose lives are so public. Like, if everything about my life was as public as Joss Whedon's, no one would like me. You yeah. know what I mean? I, I have tough times. I have, I'm have i not perfect 100% of the time. Yeah. I, I go back in my Facebook memories and I yeah, delete yeah. stuff from high school because it's, like, cringe and, like, not good. And I'm like, whoa, I am not that person anymore. Um, the, the woman from um, uh, The Good Place. Which one? N- not Kristen Bell. Um, Tahani. Tahani? Yeah. What's, what's her name? Uh, Jamila Jamil? Yeah, yeah. She has, she has a really incredible video um, that I've watched about this whole cancel culture thing where she talks about, like, you know, if, if, if she was being judged by things of her past right now, um, she, she would not have the jobs that she has, but it, like, it wouldn't have allowed her to do so much good with her life. She, has, she wouldn't have learned those lessons. She wouldn't have yeah. learned those lessons. And she has gone on to do some incredible things, um, support different charities, and raise awareness for, like, a plethora of issues. And she's like, I never would have been able to do those things if I hadn't made mistakes mm-hmm. and people hadn't forgiven me for them. Um, and so that's why I think, I think, I understand cancel culture, especially when it crosses, like, certain lines. Mm-hmm. You know oh, yeah, I mean? yeah. There's definitely, there's there definitely are lines, lines you cannot cross. And that's just, you know, that's just how it is. But if you've made mistakes and you have learned and grown from them, then I like to try and give people that space to be forgiven and become better. Yeah, I think for me, like, if the story of this is that it comes out and they're like, you know what, Joss Whedon was kind of a dick on the set of Justice League, Mm -hmm. I'm kind of like, all right, well then the people who don't like him don't work with him again, and the people who do, do... But if like, he was, if, like, rude, If what he did whatever. was, what he's kind of an asshole, I, I, like, okay, sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, okay. Yeah. I, I've been an asshole before on set. I've I've been a dick in, a, in projects I've worked on. There are people who have stories about me that are not flattering, I promise. And a lot of the times that has to do with me, like, not handling my own insecurities well. You know what I mean? And that's yeah, I mean, generally I didn't that know from. Thanksgiving was on a Thursday in America. That's not the same thing. I know. Um, but I just, like, if we're canceling people now because they're kind of an asshole sometimes, <laughs> good luck, everyone. I Have know. fun. Um, we're all, like, we're all screwed. Uh, so, I don't know. I think that, like, you know, there's a difference to me. Like, J.K. Rowling using her public platform to actively disenfranchise and and um, make trans people's lives harder is something that I I, I cannot get behind. Yeah. Um, I, that I, is the line. I can't get behind it at all, mm-hmm. right? Ellen maybe isn't as nice as she appears on her television show, so people want to cancel her for it. I, I can't get behind that. I just can't. Like, yeah. Ellen being kind of a dick, great. Okay, sure. A yeah. lot of people love her. A lot of people don't. That's life. Yeah. People aren't going to... Not everyone likes you. And you're not always going to have a boss that's great or a, a stand-up person or that you enjoy no. working for. You know what I mean? And yeah. so, yeah, if it comes out that, like, Joss Whedon was, like, kind of an asshole, whatever. That's... that. It is what it is. Yeah. That's the kind of person he is. And if you go into his projects, you go into it knowing. Right? Yeah. And, you know, I, I, think, I, I think that, you know, we're going to... 
cancel culture is going to even out eventually. I think that it had to swing too far to like, and I think it, I think it has swung a little too far at times. Yes. Charlie D'Amelio apparently is being canceled for nothing right now because she's famous on TikTok. Like there's like dumb stuff that is happening because of this whole idea. Um, but at the same time, you know, it, it'll even out. And, and it, I, I do believe that we'll get to a point where we have a more even keeled approach to how all this works. For sure. For um, sure. we're just not there yet. And yeah. We're so all learning yeah. <laughs> as a society. We are learning and th- th- like, we just need to accept that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I, I do. Yeah. And you know, I, I just, I, I want the best for everyone. Yes. At the end of the day. Um, Thank you for that lead the raid. Miller, we will raid the fridge. The fridge Is it all one word? Oh, we'll make sure. Speaking of complicated situations in J.K. <laughs> Rowling, um, this will be quick. We're not going to talk too much about this. But um, guys, if you didn't know, Mads Mikkelsen has officially replaced Johnny Depp as uh, Grindelwald in the new uh, Fantastic Beasts movie yeah. that we won't go see. Um, no. <laughs> nope. <laughs> um, Just it is what it is. Um, oh, it was a joke, Miller said. He oh, just, we're not raising the fridge. He 3,000 points. I, I, I was literally like, yeah, there's probably a streamer called The Fridge. For people, for people who listen to the audio podcast, don't worry about the last 10 seconds. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, y'all, uh, in other news, let's, let's get out of this. Let's get out of this. Yeah. Let's talk about something that is shocking, that is surprising, that I did not see coming, and that is... New Mutants might be doing really well in VOD. Yeah. Um, I don't know if anyone in our chat has seen New Mutants, but we went and saw it. Yeah, we saw it. It was, uh, it was not good. Um, no. It, it honestly just felt unfinished to me. Yeah. Yeah, it, it just, it was, a, it was a kind of a weird experience. Yeah, yeah, it... it... <laughs> There's a forty. There's a forty-minute podcast on. In our, if you want to hear our thoughts about New Mutants, there's a full forty minutes of us breaking down why we felt 100%. the way that we did about it. Um, but New Mutants is sitting at number one on both Voodoo and Fandango now for last week, despite wow. releasing midweek, and it uh, is yeah, it's the number one VOD movie of the week last week. Wow. Uh, despite only being out for five of those seven days, hmm. um, it probably is still not going to make a profit long term. Uh, it would have to so it would have to recoup a lot because its theatrical window was not good. Yeah, and um, it also took forever. And it was an expensive movie. They had to market to... it multiple times. Um yeah. uh Hero Win in the chat wants to know why do you think it's doing so well? Um well, uh, because it does have the franchise backing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, it's a Marvel thing. I'll, I'll watch yeah, that. Yeah, it's still an X-Men movie. You, you know, like, it'll, it'll, it'll be good. Um, and, I don't know. I think Superheroes? It's, like, I think it's I just really new. don't. Yeah. I think it just, I think that it literally, yeah. Dark Dispatch in the chat said there's nothing else to watch. You know, yeah. I think that that's literally it. It's like, oh, this is the new movie this week, and I need something. Yeah, Everyone I is at that. home being like, I need something I have not seen before, because The Office is about to get pulled off of Netflix. <laughs> um, for those of you who watch Office on Netflix, just so you know, that show will soon be leaving that uh, setting. So, yeah. sorry. Um, and, <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I think that's it. I think that it's new. I think that it's Marvel. It's an X-Men movie. Yeah. I think that there's a lot of people who probably would have seen it in theaters <laughs> who didn't 
um, <laughs> because of the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. You know. It's also true, you know, if you are really enjoying Queen's Gambit, you're like, hey, Anya Taylor-Joy, I'm going to check out her other thing. You know what? Actually, Romerus 97, that's really smart, actually. Yeah. That Queen's Gambit is like the thing that people are talking about right now. Oh, yeah. There Everyone's has been, loving it. There's been a huge uptick in chessboard sales really? in America. Yeah. Apparently, everyone wants to learn how to play chess now. Okay. Um, That's funny. Yeah, it is. Anya Taylor-Joy is in the news. People are watching her. People are looking at her My face. My twin. And honestly, she's the best part of the movie. Oh, she is. Hands yeah. down. Um, Like, we, we, we definitely talked about that in the podcast as well. Yeah. I thought she was fantastic. Um, And I'm really excited to watch Queen's Gambit, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I think she is probably doing a lot of the marketing for that movie on VOD right now. <laughs> yeah, her face is literally... You cannot open Netflix without seeing Anya Taylor-Joy's like weird, like fringy white haircut, yeah. blonde haircut. Yeah. Um, that's... Ramesh, I'm glad you brought that up. That's really fascinating. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, we, we used to talk all the time in like old Hollywood about how a movie would do well because of the star, right? And that mm. system has kind of gone away. There aren't really movie stars who can open any film now the way that there used to be. Yeah. Um, even someone like The Rock. Like, The Rock has m- four movies come out last year, and I think, you know, three of them did well, but one of them, you know... Yeah. Um, like, Skyscraper didn't really make as much money as they would have liked, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but there is still that, like, impact of just seeing someone's face in two different places, liking it in one place, where you kind of get it for free, and be like, I'll pay to see Quite her in something it. else. Totally. Totally, and like, uh, I think honestly that that um, that's definitely helping their numbers. Yeah. Like they they kind of have a lot of things going for them, which is why I think they're doing so well. Yeah. Um, it, it's definitely not because of the quality of the movie. Oh, New Mutants. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, there's elements it's of it. Fine. I think that I think that like if I was a teenager, I would have liked it more. Um, and there's definitely for the LGBT community, there is definitely a central LGBT relationship. Um, in yeah. a way that is um, that is actually handled really well, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, the, there's a lesbian relationship at the center of the film that I think actually is um, is, uh, is 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 nice because it isn't. It's just sweet. It's yeah. not like overly sexualized or anything like that. Yeah, it's not aggressive in any way. Like it's yeah. just it's just there and it's just nice and like I'm for it. Uh, so yeah, I uh, um, I don't know. It's weird. It's weird to see it do so well. Yeah, um, especially because we left the theater and we were like, mm. well, and it just is also like it, it got it got it got kind of torn apart in reviews. Yeah, um, and it hasn't exactly like. It's interesting to me that like the kind of films that that end up doing well in VOD, even though they don't do well in theaters, mm-hmm. the kinds of things people are willing to watch in at home but aren't willing to pay to go see out. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, I visit Toaster is saying I feel like the last time we had a star that people would immediately see was Johnny Depp before Lone Ranger and Will Smith before After Earth um, I think that even them like Johnny Depp had had some flops before Lone Ranger uh, for sure like Johnny Depp had flops oh what's the what's the seventh circle or whatever it is yeah like there's Whoa. there's some rough stuff Will Smith Will Smith kind of got by for a long time by not doing very many movies mm-hmm and so, like, when a Will Smith movie came out, it was still an event. But, like, the, the Will Smith wasn't a movie star. Like, Will Smith is, like, a multimedia star. And he kind of... I, I, Will Smith kind of lives in a different category, right? Yeah. Because, you know... 
Yeah, I, I, here's the thing. I don't I don't think that Anya Taylor-Joy has that kind of celebrity status recognition for this kind of thing. I think that people are just seeing her face in a show that they really like recently and then seeing that she's in this other thing and it's new content and they're like, great, I'll give it a try. <laughs> Dark Dispatch is saying, if David gives us a list of all the films he was an extra in, we could create hashtag extra David top 10 and watch all those films to make everything David's an extra in a top viewed film. Can you imagine? I don't think The Avengers needs any help, Dark Dispatch. Yeah, I think they're fine. fine. Dark Knight Rises doesn't need any help. Um, although, there are some movies there are some movies that I did that could use the boost. Like The Lifeguard with Kristen Bell. Uh, it, it's a weird movie uh, in which Kristen Bell plays a lifeguard who has a relationship with an underage boy. Um, oh, wow. But um, I didn't know that when I was working on it until I saw it later. And I was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't realize this is what I was in. Um... <laughs> Crybaby, flop or not. I actually don't know the numbers behind Crybaby, Baby Joe. It's definitely a cult hit. So yeah. Crybaby, yeah, Crybaby probably made its money over time. Um, and honestly, New Mutants is the kind of movie I could see becoming a cult hit with a certain community. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. It definitely has that vibe. But, you know, there were just things about it that were not great. And per- we have a podcast on it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Perennial Games is saying, I do watch films for the actors. If I like them and they're, I see they're in something new, I'll go see it. That That's true for a lot of people still. It's just not as true as it used to be. Like in the 80s, right. it, it, and, and part of it is IP culture. Like ever since 99 really is the big shifty moment with Matrix, Harry Potter, or uh, Matrix, um, uh, Spider-Man, X-Men, Harry Potter a few years later, Lord of the Rings. Like, we shifted from the 80s, 90s thing where you would put an actor's name and then any title. The title didn't matter. Yeah. Um, Schwarzenegger and, uh, um, uh, oh my god, Twins. What's his? Um, Danny DeVito. Oh. You put Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito are in Twins. What's Twins? Schwarzenegger and D- Danny DeVito are Twins. How does that make sense? Go watch the movie. Like, that's the kind of thing that used to be the big box office. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, Bruce Willis, in. Samuel L. Jackson, in. Yeah, for sure. Quentin Tarantino directed... And, and Quentin Tarantino kind of is still that person. Uh, he's one of the... F- him and Christopher Nolan are kind of the two that kind of keep going. Yeah. Um, past sense. the shift. Um, but post-1999, everything shifted into IP culture. And, you know, the big movies get bigger every year and they get more connected and they become more and more and more franchises that you already know. Yeah. Um, for sure. I, I had someone, someone was telling me that the the exception to that rule is Fast and the Furious. And I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, well, Fast and the Furious isn't an IP and Fast 7 made um, uh, like a billion dollars. And I was like, Fast 7? What are you talking about? It's Fast it's the seventh movie. Yeah. Of course it's an IP. You got to seven of them. Yeah. The first one wasn't. The first one wasn't a billion dollar movie. The third one was a flop. The fourth one was all right. They started making money at five. I was livid. I was like, what what is this argument? (laughs) This argument is trash. Fast seven, Fast and Furious is the most IP IP that has ever been made in film. Oh my god. And their IP is Corona and family. <laughs> family. Oh my this god. This is my family. Oh my god. Um, uh, print wants to know what IP is. Uh, IP is a, a short form for uh, intellectual property. Uh, so uh, when you're talking about like a franchise as an IP, the intellectual property is what the person who is producing the content owns, right? So if you own 
Harry Potter, the Harry Potter intellectual property, you are the person who is allowed to make Harry Potter movies if you own the intellectual property. And so uh, when I talk about IP, um, the, the difference between a franchise and IP in my mind is like Fantastic Beasts is a franchise and Harry Potter is a franchise. And those fall under the Harry Potter IP, which is the umbrella for both things because they are owned together. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, you know, Star Wars is an IP that is an umbrella for all of the different Star Wars series, movies, books, and everything like that. Right. Um, and that falls under the further IP of the Lucasfilm group, which also includes Indiana Jones IP and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's just an um, it's umbrellas and umbrellas of who owns what in the entertainment industry. That's fun. <laughs> and so ever since, ever really ever since X-Men came out in 99, um, the entire media landscape has shifted towards IP-based promotion. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is so much easier to get people to click on something if it is related to something they already know. And it has, in many ways, um, uh, I want to be careful about saying this, but like... <laughs> Sorry. Uh, it has, in many ways, hurt the creativity of movie making. Um, because yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. we are getting a lot of the same things every year. Yeah. Um, but it has also allowed these products and these companies to grow financially in ways that they never would have in um, the 80s or 90s. Yeah. 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 You know, everyone is like, oh, we keep getting remakes and reboots and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, well, because it's, it's easy for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, guys. Um, so, sorry the show got a little heavy in the middle. I thought our Thanksgiving show was going to be like light and breezy and it, it wasn't. We, we got we got into the weeds a little bit there. Hey, you know what? It's the news. It's tough. It is tough to do a new show. And, you know, I want to be honest. I don't want to, pr- I, I don't want to paint the world as like a cheery... Yeah, no, no. We, we, it, it, it's definitely about honesty and transparency with it. Mm-hmm. If there's some heavy stuff we got to talk about, then we got to we gotta unpack that. And, mm-hmm. you know, we we hope that we are a safe space for us all to, to do that and to have these discussions, you know, because they're important to have. Yeah, and I want to, I also, I want to say, um, uh, I want to say a big thank you to um, everyone in the chat who participates in these conversations. Yeah. Um, and has different, I know that there are people in the chat who have differing opinions on a lot of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and that we still manage to um, keep it respectful, uh, keep it friendly, mm-hmm. and that um, we don't allow these conversations to affect the way that we talk to each other. Yeah. I think it's a huge testament to the kind of community that we are fostering here yeah. uh, and to the kinds of people that you all are that we're able to talk about difficult stuff like this and that um, you all keep it happy and... Um, um, that, and civil. And civil. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We are grateful for that because it makes it... Um, you know, these are conversations that I want to have. I want to keep having honest, open conversations about this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, it would be hard to do that if I felt like it was just fighting. Yeah. And so I just want to say thank you. Uh, and uh, we, we, we adore you all. Really, we yeah. do. And uh, for those of you in the United States uh, who uh, are celebrating Thanksgiving today, I just want to say that the thing that I'm grateful for today is you. Yeah. And um, for you who keep showing up for us, who keep supporting us, uh, it means the world. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it, it really it really does, and you know we, we, you know we half expected that nobody would show up today just because it, you know people are celebrating or watching a turkey parade, you know, and it's not a turkey parade. <laughs> it's we're, we're gonna watch clips and you're gonna be like, oh, this is cool. Okay. Because a bunch, you know what? A bunch of Broadway actors got paid to work today, which is good. Yes, it is. No. That is good. I that is something to celebrate for us. <laughs> Um, y'all, uh, I'm going to be on later today playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla, 
which is going to be fun for me. And um, depending on uh, shipping schedules, the the stream might look different if a certain uh, thing arrives in the mail today, which we're very excited for. Um, <laughs> uh, anything else you want to plug? Um, no, I, I might uh, have a bonus stream tomorrow afternoon, guys, so mm-hmm. stick around for that. Um, because I'm going to be playing uh, Dead by Daylight for the first time with Fanta. So I might do like a little like stream and then raid into her stream for mm-hmm. DVD, um, which should be fun. And then, you know, I've got Skyrim Saturday. It's going to be a good time. Oh, um, also, very quickly, I am not going to be streaming Sunday night because I'm still going to... I'm going to be getting back from New York. If I do end up streaming Sunday night, it'll be like at like... It'll be very late, mm-hmm. but it probably is not going to happen, unfortunately. So um, the Sunday stream is canceled just because I won't be here to do it. Uh, I'm so sorry uh, to everyone who's looking forward to uh, Star Wars Sunday, but uh, it's not uh, It's not going to be happening. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, tomorrow, tonight's stream is happening, and we will have a special Monday night stream, uh, which will be the Ned Flanders stream for November. Uh, and um, we're also going to schedule the Ron Burgundy morning show, which we haven't done yet. But we will let you know when those are going to be later on uh next i think that's it when you're not doing it tomorrow no no, no no great okay next week ron burgundy as well yeah. as ned flanders yep lots of mustache love and then the mustache is going away uh can you drop the november thing Absolutely. uh just we have a few days left and i i have hit my 500 hundred dollar goal but any doll any extra money we can raise from november is always a good thing yeah so please consider donating over at the link in the chat and as we always say here my name's david webb I'm Arielle Edwards. Do something nerdy tonight. Bye-bye.